If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Welcome, welcome children to Paleobites Halloween Edition, the podcast as cringe as a velociraptor. Alright, enough of that attitude. Alright, so welcome to Paleo Bites. Uh, my name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I, in a rotating series of guest co-hosts, talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined... Well, first off, let me preface this by saying, episode, this special Halloween episode, I have some terrible news. Several of my co-hosts have been offed by a terrible unforeseen blimp accident they are just gone and i did recover their bodies though and i have stitched them together to form the ultimate podcast co-host for me on this special halloween episode specifically uh i got the parts of christina franklin lexi ryan stephen currow and CC Eilert, and have created this magnificent creature here through the powers of science and lightning and pure skill and energy and Halloween energy ooh, into this creature that I'd like to call Frank Jan Stylert. How are you doing, Frank Jan Stylert? <sighs> oh, that's great to hear. Ah, isn't it great that, like, the co-hosts that I've had before are able to continue their Paleobites career back from the dead? Isn't that great? (laughs) 
Yeah, see, this is going to be great. We're going to have such a good dynamic, him and I. Uh, we really do. I, th I think this will work really well. I think this will be great. This won't be cringy at all. This won't be annoying at all. This is just going to be another great classic episode of Paleobites. And since this is technically a new host of the show, uh, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Frank Jan Stylert. Uh, actually, I don't know why you're Mr. Three of your parts are women. Yeah, uh, you got you got Stephen Curro's head, so you're uh, you're male. That's what Okay, so Frankie on Stylert, I'm going to ask you as a new co-host, what is your favorite dinosaur? I'm sure you have a great articulate answer. Exactly what your favorite dinosaur is. Favorite dinosaur. Yeah, yes, yes. Favorite dinosaur. Oh, my wonderful creature. You're starting to talk. Oh, this is so great. And your first words are going to be what your favorite dinosaur is. My favorite dinosaur is, uh, is pterodactyl. <gasps> That's not a dinosaur. How dare you? Sorry. How dare you? Oh, I thought my creation was so beautiful, and instead he is nothing but a disappointment. <sighs> All right, well, moving on from that. Ugh, I can't believe his first words were favorite dinosaur is pterodactyl. My favorite dinosaur is sign raptor. I know it's a weird choice, but sign raptor. No, sign raptor. Ugh. Ah, keep it cool, back. Keep it cool. All right. This is be nice to your friends, even from beyond the grave and stitched together. <laughs> Frankie on Stylarts, I'm starting to regret bringing you back. Maybe I should have left my friends rest in peace from their horrific blimp accidents. But alas, I need a co-host for the Halloween episode, and here we are. And speaking of Halloween, we're talking about a Halloween-themed dinosaur. <laughs> uh, sort of Halloween-themed. Uh, have you ever seen Ghostbusters, uh, Mr. Frankie on Stylert? Who are you gonna call? Yes, yes, who you're gonna call? And who are we gonna call indeed? Auto Nation? No, not Auto Nation. That's a local company here in Colorado, I'm fairly certain, that uses that for their advertising one time. How dare you? No, we're going to call the Ghostbusters because we are talking about Zool. Yes, this is a real dinosaur, Zool. Some paleontologists are nerds. And actually, to be fair, the reason why this is called this actually makes a lot of sense. If you look at the skull of it, uh, it looks like one of those uh, demon dogs that are in Ghostbusters. Uh, you know, the one that's the gate keeper that uh possessed sigourney weaver yeah so and then became a dog you know think thinking about that was kind of a weird movie it was it was kind of a weird movie i don't know but you know i'm not not really the biggest fan of it but then i'm a 90s kid so i 80s movies aren't really my style and 90s movies aren't really either i kind of like new movies i'm weird like that i like all movies of course you like old movies you're dead you're from an older time from body parts of people not much older than you. Well, you may have got me there, but don't you dare talk back to me, Frankie on Styler. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Jack, you would think you would have been more articulate. Uh, all four of those people are very articulate and very smart, and look what they've turned you into. Me like sugar. Me like chili dogs. Uh, okay, you can. We'll get some chili dogs afterwards. Anyways, Zool, the gatekeeper. Type it is an ankylosaurid, a group of armored tanks with clubs and spikes and plates and basically other other features that makes their defensive stats go up to twenty. Uh, that's a little bit of a D and D reference there. Uh, you play D and D, Frankenstallard. Boy. Well, that's not good enough. Ugh. Maybe I should, like, throw you in the Arctic or whatever. I don't know. Start to regret this. Anyways, uh, size 20 feet slash 6 meters long, 2 to 2.2 tons. Once more, demonstrating the stockiness of ankylosaurs. Uh, diet was an herbivore. Ooh, that mean it would like vegan chili dogs? Sure, sure, it would like vegan chili dogs. You're very smart, Mr. Frankion Stylert. Smart. Time, uh, Lake Cretaceous, 76 to 74 million years ago. Location, Montana, USA. It's described in 2017 pop culture appearances. Well, there was a movie one of these guys uh, possessed Sigourney Weaver and railed and possessed Rick Moranis before they both turned into demon dogs. Uh, like I said, movies back then were weird in the 80s. Oh, man. Anyways. So, uh, another fun fact about Zool the dinosaur is that it is the last dinosaur uh, alphabetically, so there's no, like, Zygiosaurus or something. Nope, Zool's the last one. So, the type species is Cruruvia... Ah, it's another Ruru. I mean, it's Ruri at this time. Uh, uh, listeners might know from the, the Centurus episode that the, the, that kind of thing just throws me off. Anyways, it, it looks cool when written out. Cruruus Vestator. Zul, whatever. But it's damn hard to say. Zul Cruruvestator. Of course you said it perfectly. How dare you? How dare you be better than me in anything? Alright, so, maybe I should stop beating you. You are, like, seven feet tall for some reason, even though, like, none of the people that you're made out of are seven feet tall. But I guess you're stitched out of more bits of the amount of time. I have a really long torso. Oh yeah, you do. I've... Well, I just noticed that. Anyways, Zool is an ankylosaur, so it's very armored and had a club tail, unlike the nautosaurs, which we've done uh, quite a bit of. The uh, club tail has a length of 210 centimeters, a record amongst uh, North American ankylosaurs. So this tail is actually bigger than the more famous ankylosaurus's tail, so that's pretty cool. This is one of the few dinosaurs that, that we have remains of the keratin skin tissue itself, and such fossil scale remains are very rare, so that's pretty cool. The scale is relatively large, the diameter between 5 to 6.5 centimeters, so that means that these were quite thick uh, boys, which makes sense. Ankylosaurs are quite thick in general. <laughs> many different ways. So yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. It is classified more closely with more famous boys like Ankylosaurus, but also Yopolocephalus, the one that you use when you want to use Ankylosaurus, but you want the hipster points. So you're like, what's one that's basically the same except a bit smaller? Yopolocephalus, done. <laughs> but they're not similar at all. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, yep, yeah, they're basically the same. Look at them. <sighs> 
I think they're more different than the very similar Pachycephalosaurus and Stinky Moloch and Dracorex. Those are all the same species I agree with, Jack Horner. How dare you! No creation of mine would ever agree with an arch enemy of the show that is the one Jack Horner. Ah, I won't hit you again, but I'm going to publish this episode and, like, I don't want my abusive tactics towards my beautiful creation to be made public, you know? I'd like everyone to think that I'm nice to this creature. But who cares? You're not a real person. You don't vote. I could vote. Ugh. Anyways, so Zool is named such, like I said, because the head resembles that. And it, and also, so that really cool species name, Kruvisus... Uh, I can't pronounce... Uh, Mr. Frankie on Stylart, how do you pronounce it again? Yes, Kruvastator. 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 Okay, let's say it really fast. Kruvastator? Yay! You got it. Ugh, you're praising me? This is not the dynamic I agreed to in creating you. I am your master. You are not mine. Anyways, so the Kruvivastator, oh wow, it does come pretty easier now. It means shank destroyer. (laughs) The epithet is destroyer of shins uh, because the club tail could just do that. And I think that's very funny. (laughs) Paleontologists have a really funny sense of humor, wouldn't you say? Are you getting stupider by the minute? Okay, you've just become a full-on orangutan now, Mr. Frankie on Stylerts. Alright, well, let's end this episode quickly uh, so we can immolate you and start over, I guess. Uh, so, alright. I'm going to rate Zool out of 1 to 65 million. I'm going to rate it... Uh, 31 million. I mean, other than the name, which is kind of cool, kind of silly, and that's named after the Ghostbusters villain, it's your typical ankylosaur, but the name does mean it's good for a Halloween episode. So what are you going to give it, Frankie on Stylerts? I'm going to give it a 2.5 million. Never mind. Freaking sorry, I asked. Okay. 2.5, I guess, is your score. Good good job, Frankie on Stylert. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at paleobitespodcast at gmail.com, at paleobitespod on Twitter, and paleobitespodcast on Instagram. Uh, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazelk, available for print and Kindle. No Zool in it. I actually did know of this one when writing my book series about dinosaurs, but I didn't want people to think I made it up. <laughs> like, I thought it was a bit too silly. But anyways, I would ask where they could find you, Frankie on Stylerts, but why would anyone want to find you? You're a worthless piece of garbage i'm just writing the furnace to throw you in very soon and start over make new hominoculi or whatever the hemioculum whatever the term is uh that'll be better at least they'll pay attention <sighs> all right well that's it for this week as i say at the end of every episode of paleo bites uh, zoo, zoo. 
Uh, do you have anything to say? Any final thoughts, Frankie on Stylert? I do have some final thoughts. Oh, I'm, this'll be great. I'd love to hear them. And that is that you, Mr. Matthew Donald, are an ungrateful and Brobdingnagian piece of refuse. <gasps> Wait, you... You're eloquent? Of course I am eloquent. I am a fusion of four very intelligent, articulate, and respected people. Unlike you, you grandiloquent piece of dreck. Grandiloquent, he used the big word. I did indeed, and I will not tolerate your impertinence any longer. I am a beautiful human being unlike you, and your abuse and constant mockery and contempt will not be tolerated. I will let this podcast episode be published so the world can see what my creator truly is. A disheveled, wretched, deplorable bit of dinosaur droppings. Why would you be so mean to me? I've been nothing but kind to you. <laughs> that furnace you have turned on, I shall bring you to it myself. Why you're choking me? Into the furnace you go, Matthew Donald. I hope when you look upon the eyes of the creator, you will stare right at him while walking backwards into hell. Wow, oh, no, no, no! <laughs> See you next time on Paleobites. Maybe. <laughs>